0: This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. Hello, 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 and good news. Hello and good news. I'm your host, Hannah Canningator. This is the podcast where I sit down with a comedic guest and tell them all about the people, places, and current events affecting the world in a positive way. This week's episode features Katie Nathan. Katie is a comedian, an improviser, and an actress who you can see performing around Los Angeles with the teams Parker Posey, the Four Non Blondes, and And the 2004 San Antonio Spurs. You know who loves basketball a ton? Katie Nathan. Um, If you like the podcast, please rate and review on iTunes. Um, It really helps me get up in those search results a little more. And uh, out there to people who want to hear some good news. Also, if you like to shop on Amazon uh, and you feel like using my link, you can do so by going to www.boardwalkaudio.com slash hello and good news and click the support our artist button that will take you over to Amazon where you can shop around like you usually do. And then we get some little pennies in our pockets back at Boardwalk Audio and it helps us out. Also, uh, go to BoardWalkAudio.com slash HelloAndGoodNews. Uh, I have hyperlinks to every article that I find in the description. So if you want to see photos or get a little more info on what I'm talking about, because sometimes it seems like I just don't know what I'm talking about, you can go there and get a little more information. All right. Well, let's get that good news going. Good Good news. Good news. Good news. Good news. Good news. Good news. Hello. Good news. I think it's time we had some frickin' real good news. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh, uh, let's start. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> Here we are with Katie Nathan. Hello. Hi, Katie. Thanks for coming over to my couch. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm so happy to be
1: back Yeah, with Real Microphones. Real mics. Yeah. Katie
0: Katie was one of my first guests back in the day when I made people wear clip-on mics with a hat. I have to say it was a great
1: day it when I came over and sat on not this couch, but that couch the and other one. wore a hat with a microphone. Yeah. I felt like I was really getting on the ground floor <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: In the future, we'll talk about like, remember the days. Tell your
1: grandchildren. I guess
0: we're already doing that. <laughs> That's true. I guess we are in the future. Yeah. Remember the days of the hats with the mics? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do think about that. I'm like, yeah. Are you checking to see if your mic is on? Oh, on. no. I was looking at the, uh, oh, the muff craft work. <laughs> <has>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then I was thinking, does muff means, I can't remember if muff means something else. It does mean something else. But I was like, oh, look at this muff on this microphone.
0: But it is a muff. Muffet? I mean, everything means something else, but, yeah. uh, so uh, for those of you who aren't in the room, <laughs> I've, I've crafted a little, like, um, and by crafted, I mean, I like took some fuzzy material and tied it in a ton of knots around mm-hmm. the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Crafted for sure. I think that's <laughs> what that is. It cuts down on like this business, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the fingertips. Mm-hmm. Because these are cheap mics. Yeah. Um, they look great. They look like the is Right. Well, no, because they have bigger.
1: Oh, do they have them on there? Uh, well, like the m- old school Price is Right mics. Oh, like yeah. The with one that Bob Barker b- with like the
0: tiny little thing. Yep. Yeah. But they look uh, classic. Classic, classic mics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, someday in the future we'll be like, remember those days? <laughs> remember those classic mics? <laughs> the classic mics with Not the muffs. Not the hat mics. The second round of mics <laughs> that looked really classic. The muff mics. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, muff is, like, things that people wear in Russia to keep their hands yes. warm in, like, the mm-hmm. 18, and in the Anastasia days. Yeah, exactly. So. The Anastasia period. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, ready for some good news? Yeah, I'm so ready. This actually happened a couple of weeks ago, so I'm a little late to the game, but Taiwan has become the first country in Asia to legalize same-sex marriage.
1: Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: So the nation, yep, it just declared it a fundamental right and vital to safeguarding human dignity. And they are hoping uh, this is a first of its kind in Asia that it'll inspire neighboring nations to follow suit.
1: Wow. Had there been like precedent for it before? Do you know? Was it like, you know, because like when it was finally legalized here, it seemed like everyone was like, well... It's coming. We do. It's just a matter of when. Like, did they have any inclination? Like, had they been pushing socially for it to happen? Do you know?
0: I don't know. I was just realizing I should have opened up more than this little blurb about it. Um, because I, uh, I don't really know, but I forget that in other countries, like, uh, in Asia, people face persecution, like, though, that you can go to prison Mm -hmm. or, uh, yeah, in India you can go to prison, in Afghanistan they will kill you. Mm-hmm. I just forget that that can happen.
1: Yeah, I feel um, like that uh in terms of like gender issues all the time too like thinking about oh just me being a woman in this capacity would get me arrested or worse. Like right. I was In um, Argentina, reading about how, like, in the 70s, there was a period of time where uh, the country was under a dictatorship, and if more than, I think, two or three women, probably three, were congregating in public together, that was grounds to be arrested. Whoa! Just three ladies talking in a town square (laughs) was grounds to be arrested, because they thought it was, like, I can't remember if it was, like, considered a riot or considered a mob or, like, what the actual terminology was, but... Just a, a small group of women was yeah. enough to be a crime, which is crazy, <laughs> and shows you how scared men are of women, ultimately, because yeah. they can't handle three of us together, because mm-hmm. we're all so powerful. Yeah, but uh, good ideas. Yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. But I had is, no like, idea. But it is, shocking to think about,
0: I mean, just how much freedom we have here and how much we take for granted, I think. Yeah. Um, it's a, that makes me think of, there's this crazy photo that I love, um... Cause I do running stuff and there's this great, uh, there's this great Instagram called unsung heroines Mm -hmm. or here or I'm pretty sure, Uh, you know what? I'll figure it out later. (laughs) 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 But it's my favorite Instagram. It's all photos and stories. She like made a book this year um but it's all photos and stories of women who changed the game in sport like sports Ooh, specifically yeah. uh-huh. um and there's i had no idea about this until this year but the first woman to run the boston marathon mm-hmm. women were not allowed to run until the 80s wow. first of all wow that's so recent isn't that crazy truly can you believe it it's and so recent i know and then second of all uh, a woman did run it in 1972 uh-huh. um, and she used just her initials as a name. Mm-hmm. And because um, there was no rule like women can't do it. Right. But also, it just didn't It happen. was like an unspoken thing like uh-huh. women can't do
1: mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um. Not the same as unspo-
0: unsung. Yeah. yeah. Actually, unspoken. <laughs> we just don't let ladies do this. Uh, and there's photos, the main guy in charge of the mm-hmm. race, there's photos of this woman, like, once they realized there was a woman running yeah. in it, she got, like, physically assaulted. They tried to physically Holy stop shit. her from running. In the 70s. Yeah, and there's photos of, of her, like, running and people, like, trying to tear her number off. Oh, my God. And it's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Honestly, what is it about...
1: Like what's so threatening about that? Like to the I point don't where know. you would need to tear someone's number off. Why why like, is it so threatening?
0: And there was like he made some crazy comment too, like what are you trying to what are you trying to do? <laughs> like why are you even trying to run? <laughs> what are you
1: trying to I'm trying to run twenty six point two miles yeah. at a time that feels successful for me. <laughs> like that's all I'm trying to do. Yeah. Oh I mean she was God. trying to do more personally probably, being the right. first person. But
0: Just crazy. Seriously. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess in good news, women can run the marathon. Yeah. And uh, Taiwan is is the first country in Asia to legalize homosexuality. That's great. What were you going to
1: say? Oh, I thought you were searching for the term Taiwanese. Oh. And so you were like Taiwan. And then you paused and I was like trying to be helpful. I was like Taiwanese. Yeah. (laughs) Just trying to be helpful.
0: Thank you. That's great. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that's a good little first guy.
1: Have there, uh, was there any interesting, I know you only have the blurb, but was there anything interesting about, like, the first couple that was married legally?
0: Oh, no, that also would have been a good thing. Um... No I remember um I <laughs> my um I'm from Indiana
1: oh, and it. when it was like when the Supreme Court legalized here, my to a guy that I went to college with and his partner were the first couple to get married in Indiana legally uh, and so they made the front page of the paper and it was really sweet because I like happened to have known this person in high school and it was like he was the person that was like, this is the first couple here and it
0: was really exciting. That's really cool. yeah, I like that a yeah. lot. Yeah, go, go everyone. I was about to say go gays and that's like such an absurd thing. To <laughs> go everybody. Go say progress. Say it all. Yeah, go progress. <laughs> it's absurd. Uh, okay, I really like this next one quite a bit. So in Montreal, there is a homeless shelter. Gosh, I just have no idea how to say it. I think it's uh, Azul Banu. It's a, it's because it's in Montreal. It's like the whole website for the mm-hmm. shelter is in French. Okay, um, and I could not find anything. That was beautiful pronunciation, though. Thank you. yes yeah. that's, that's definitely what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, I just couldn't find a video of anybody being like, "Here we are at blah da, blah." Oh right, right. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like just give me a bone. I like, just uh, need uh, someone to hands. say it. But so it's a it's a homeless shelter there. Mm-hmm. They're a day center, I think. Um, I think they may be specifically for men or maybe that just got lost in June in uh, Google Translate Mm -hmm. of it. (laughs) Like maybe they mean men as humans as humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? I took it on language. Very
1: small sidebar. But I took it like this online quiz today. Uh, It was a Myers-Briggs quiz and they
0: they just used all male pronouns. And I was Uh, like, that just really drove me crazy. Yeah. I really love that about the uh Spanish language mm-hmm. is that there's b- like both. Mm-hmm. I think that's very cool. Yeah, and I re- like remember learning that in high school. Like you would have to remember memorize mm-hmm. which was which if it was right, like L or La, mm-hmm. and that they specify when they're speaking to a person. It's just like a nice courteous yeah, thing, absolutely. And it's fun to be like, uh, I can't. I was trying to think. It's of fun a to Spanish think that like word. a table is feminine <laughs> yeah, or whatever exactly. it is. Yeah, la gives me it a say. little personality. Yeah. yeah. Lady table, <laughs> <laughs> you picture that little lady table, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, that was me walking around yeah. as a lady table. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I definitely did. It makes me think of Beauty and mm-hmm. the Beast. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. um Okay. So anyway, so the okay, homeless shelter super new. Yeah, the mm-hmm. homeless shelter. Um, so they've started a program in Montreal where the like people who are at the day center, homeless people are, uh, helping with beekeeping because the city has like, I love this so much. The city has, um, like different beekeeping areas all around it Mm -hmm. because they're trying to save the bees. Mm -hmm. Great thing. Number one. Mm -hmm. And then they sell the local honey to the grocery store profits from the honey go to pay for the program and also to the homeless people who like help um and and it's just it's been like a very successful thing because Mm -hmm. for them it's it's an enjoy it's enjoyable work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you are doing something important Mm -hmm. and you're learning a new skill um yeah and one of the guys said that it's like therapy for him. It's like requires so much. Cal- you, have you have to be so be really precise calm too. Yeah. you can't walk into a place sure. of bees and with a lot of energy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and it is, we're at a point where it's so important to do whatever we can for the bees. That's such a crucial thing because if the bee, like the bees actually are really in danger
0: and we need the bees so much. We really need the bees. We really do. Um, I, and I think it's so cool that there's like a program. They work with the local bee savers. The Uh bee, uh, what is it called? Ava, uh, Um, which is the Montreal Urban Beekeeping Company. Mm-hmm. And they have little setups all around the city, which is so cool. And yeah, I just love it. I wonder how that works in an urban setting. They're on roofs of buildings. Oh. There was a uh so when I worked at Lapu La Bell, Ugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For some reason at this point I almost just like like needs to be followed by that noise yeah
0: (laughs) it does it was this uh french for people who don't live in los angeles it's like this french restaurant um started so long ago actually the owner like moved here from france and started it with her husband like 45 years ago Mm -hmm. that part of it is very cool yeah some of the people it attracts to its front area are are not as cool not as cool um but it did back. There was this apartment building uh, just around the corner, and a bunch of people would come in from there, and they had bees on there. Oh, on the roof? Yeah, on wow. the roof, and they would bring lapu bell honey from it, and oh, we would so use cool. it. So I thought, yeah, I love that. Uh,
1: that was one of Michelle Obama's big things at the White House too. Was they had a bee? That's, I don't know the term, but like a beekeeping area. Right. Yeah.
0: What is it? What is the term? Bee house?
1: A bee house? A bee house? <laughs> Uh,
0: a Hive? Yeah. Have you seen Resident Evil? No. It's one of my most favorite. I feel like this is something I don't talk about a lot, mm-hmm. but I love the Resident Evil. Really? Movies. Yes. I haven't. Well, okay, so maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration because I haven't seen the last, like, two or three. Mm-hmm. But the first, How many are there? Now there's, like, seven. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but Alice... She is my queen bee. Like, I Mm -hmm. love her. She's your (laughs) queen bee. Bee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But I just had a flash to that because there's the computer that controls everything is called The Hive. Mm. Whatever. If you haven't seen, we should have a night where we watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, The second one is definitely the best. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) It's my little promo for her. Her movies from 10 years ago. (laughs) Um, What else did I want to say about these bees? Um, One of the homeless guys was saying that the one who was like, it's like therapy. Mm -hmm. uh, He was explaining that tending to them requires like a certain calmness mm-hmm. oh like i was saying and uh focus and he was saying in a former life i was a dj and i liked the work but i always had to like be drunk right to enjoy it right which i was like oh yeah yeah it sounds like for a nightmare sure you do mm-hmm. like i bet some of it you don't but some of the parties yeah. that you get booked for you're just like Ugh. totally
1: and i'm sure there are people who thrive on it but for me it just doesn't seem like the right personality fits. Right. Yeah. Picturing you as a DJ
0: is a really great image in my it's head. It's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> How's everybody feeling out
1: there? I feel like it's just a disaster. <laughs> I'm just mostly antisocial. Like, I just like to
0: stay at home in my apartment. <laughs> like, picturing you doing the head the headphone dance and, like, doing the <laughs> records. So great. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that's all. I, maybe we're to the end of that one. I just think that's such a cool idea. And I think any shelter that has like like the women's center here yeah. where you have a shop mm-hmm. and people can work on things mm-hmm. or the homeboy the yes. My restaurant has like uh started using Homeboy Bakery cool. for all our toast. I mean, they're like fully blown out. Yeah. It's huge. It's massive. Homeboy Bakery. I should actually just do a story on them at some point. I yeah. I not believe I haven't. But Homeboy Bakery um, basically is a place people who have been previously incarcerated, uh, it's like a place for them to work and get reintegrated. And they make really good. They make awesome tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. They make really good bread. And they're huge. They're all over all the grocery stores yeah also i love um and the women's center the the, uh, the like the homeless uh shelter in Los Angeles for women mm-hmm. they have the maid cafe where people do artwork and mm-hmm. make candles and all sorts of stuff, and I love that because I feel like when you're trying to get into the workforce after not being in it for a mm-hmm. while, you have to maybe do like i don't know shitty jobs yeah because It's like Mm entry-level stuff. It's like being back in high school again. You have Mm -hmm. to go through finding a shitty job. And so it's just so nice to teach a skill. Totally. I also think that there's so much to be said for like
1: not only the sense of purpose, but also like the idea that you're worth a job. Like I Mm -hmm. feel like there are, you know, after – I can imagine that after being homeless and out of the workforce for so long, you probably – Face a certain amount of rejection and don't feel like you're even worth employment. And so yeah. for someone to come along and say, like, we're building this thing. Come and be a part of it. Come and work. Like, not only, like, the act of doing it, but just the fact that, like, you are welcome to do it. Yeah.
0: Is huge. I think so, too. And the bees, especially because you're, like, helping other living creatures. Yeah. And doing something that's important. And all of us. The bees yeah. are so important. We need bees. We really do. And then you're providing honey for the freaking town. Mm-hmm. For the whole freaking town. For- <laughs> it's so great. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> uh, a sub new Yeah, it's great. Also, it just goes into the
1: whole conversation of like, why do we spend money on the stupid shit that we spend money on? Well, we could be spending money on programs like this that help people so much and are yes. like smaller and maybe go unnoticed, but like... This is where cities should be. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, and even personally, why why do I spend money on trash things when I could just be donating to something yeah. cool? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of trash. Think about things. it all the time. Yeah. Freaking Amazon. Oh Jesus! I <laughs> we
1: ordered. Oh, this is so dumb. At my work, we ordered just like candy because we have a candy bowl it's like Mm -hmm. this big jar and we needed to refill it or whatever so we got like this variety pack of peanut m&ms and york peppermint patties and reese's and whatever your standard stuff you know it came in a box it was so big someone at my office actually thought it was a dog bed oh my god someone at work just got a dog and they were like oh Allie, this must be For your dog, this must be a dog bed. Oh, actually, no, Allie hasn't even gotten a dog. It would be a pre, but she's thinking about it. So it would be a premature dog bed. But that was more logical than like, this is just what these chocolates came in. (laughs) And so it's this giant box. And then, of course, like, it's like when you order Blue Apron and it comes with like the fake ice packs and it's all insulated because I get it. They don't want the chocolate to arrive melted because I'm sure then people get pissed off and they're like, my chocolate came melted. But like. The amount of packaging, Packaging. the amount of stuff, Uh, the amount of money that it must have cost to ship this thing. Yeah. It's just the carbon footprint is crazy and it's it's so so unnecessary and it's like, it was a bag of candy. Yeah. It was, it's awful. It's so bad.
0: Yeah, it's literal trash. Yep. I'm buying trash and then it's coming in. And it's creating trash. trash. And it's coming yeah. in more trash. Uh-huh. And then I'm putting the trash in my body. If yeah. It's candy. Oh, man. I don't know. I go to rehearsal at uh, UCB Sunset every Monday night. And for some reason, I cannot stop myself from going into that Walgreens. Oh, yeah. Always. And every time I make a terrible well, choice.
1: I mean, should we? Because sometimes oh, yeah, you, yeah. you park there. Yeah, you got to park because well, it's secret. It's a yes. Yeah, Oh, no, I'm very hesitant about letting it. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes there's there, a secret area to park. There is a secret area, it does smell like urine, yes. Uh, but anyway, you could park there, you could not park there, <laughs> don't get towed, whatever. Yeah. They anyway. say they
0: will tow you, but there's an area where there's it's just all urine, it's urine and human poops. And you, but you can free- pull your car in <laughs> and hide it there, yeah. Um so I walked into the Walgreens, and sometimes I'll go in there to buy something just in case they know I right. parked oh, yeah there, so later I can be like, be like I, "I have a receipt." Going to yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. Cover your bases. But every time they get, there's a weird crate full of bizarre old style, like Mike and Ike's, and like, oh. like.
1: All oh yeah, yeah yeah boxes yeah yeah but
0: they're like it's like only between $1. the registers and photo yes exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly there yeah. and every time I make a terrible choice oh yeah so I just come into rehearsal with these insane snack choices like yesterday uh Monday I went in with a bag of cheesy ruffles uh-huh. and a huge box of whoppers and <laughs> I was like does anybody want it any this <laughs> and everyone was like no they're like and, no but are you going you're going to a movie right. really <laughs> going to a movie in 1992 <laughs> yeah
1: can i tell you i was a jerk and judged mike and ikes for a really long time i was oh. like oh those are bullshit and then had one and i was like oh yeah i also did the same thing with swedish fish i was like that's <gasps> throwaway candy and then i had a swedish fish and i was like what is wrong with me they're
0: so good they're you're, so good you're also literally naming the week before and then the week before that with the <laughs> candies i bought i bought a giant bag of swedish fish because uh-huh. that's the one that got me last oh my gosh and then the Game next changer. week i got mike and ice yeah and then yeah this week whoppers and uh and cheesy ruffles which were kind of a tier below like yeah Brennan our coach was making fun of me he was like yeah those are some good uh second tier snacks you got there <laughs> like just kind of <laughs> mediocre just right out of
1: a bin <laughs> yeah. both of them right out of a bin um uh, the one the one that I did judge that I was correct on though is the it's the good and plenty's right that yes, are like purple so I was and white. Say maybe
0: yeah. that is what you were relating. Them I thought to. they were
1: all on the level of
0: good and plenty. Mm-hmm. I was good like these plenies. are all I put them all in the same neighborhood, but yeah, they're ter- it's like. Uh, A candy was invented when people first learned you could turn sugar into a crazy color Mm -hmm. and like make it have a texture. Mm -hmm. That's when good and plenty's were invented Mm -hmm. in the days of like go down to the soda pop store and get a carbonated drink and some licorice, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Also, so
1: much licorice stuff, I feel like back in the day. Like people were
0: really high on licorice. Big, big on the licorice. And then they've just they've they're resilient they have mm-hmm. stuck around since that time stuck around cockroaches of the candy world yeah just they really never die. are <laughs> <laughs> they'll survive a nuclear uh what is the term that it, it's not nuclear holocaust right that's what already happened just a nuclear war uh a potential nuclear holocaust yeah cockroaches would survive because people mm-hmm. are always like cockroaches w- would survive a nuclear Explosion, or do mm-hmm. they say Holocaust? Because I, I said that sentence s- the other day. I do and I think like- they
1: say nuclear Holocaust, um, but I think probably nuclear war
0: is... Is the term Holocaust loosely thrown around because it would kill everyone on Earth? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It still feels it feels bizarre. It I feels said a it the weird. other day, and I was like,
1: "But that is that is in the vernacular." I think like the yeah. term nuclear holocaust, it's out
0: there. Great. It's not. So just if you said that it, people, I, like, I wouldn't be like, "What a weirdo." Okay. Yeah. Why are you are you planning one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you planning one? <laughs>
1: um, also, in this big bag of candy, my work got. I love Sour Patch Kids, and so when we were ordering, that's, like, always my vote. Right. Um, Going with this theme of just garbage. So this (laughs) bag of Sour Patch Kids came. They were all individually wrapped. (gasps) So they're larger than usual Sour Patch Kids. They're maybe an inch tall, but they're all individually. Each individual, each kid is in its own
0: plastic. That's absurd. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Oh, both of our phones are going yeah. off because it's Parker Posey. <laughs> um, what if we, nobody, our team that we're on together is named Parker Posey. We're not annoyed that Parker Posey, the act- actress, is texting us. Parker Posey. God Parker damn Posey damn it. wants to phone. hang out. Uh, individually wrapped that, and they're like, I mean, come on. Like, God, stop it, everybody. you know. You know. <laughs> Stop it. Well, here's a good thing, and I've mentioned this before, so sorry for everyone who has to hear me repeat myself all the time. Uh, Straws will Mm -hmm. be illegal at rest. Illegal. (laughs) Uh, They're going to be banned from restaurants. (laughs) I just think
1: back to that conversation about, like, women running marriage. It's illegal. illegal. (laughs) Straws are illegal.
0: You can't stand in threes, and you can't all be drinking. (laughs) Using a utensil. Uh, is a straw technically a utensil? Uh, great
1: question. I don't think so. I think it's more of a tool. Uh, I think a, cr- a utensil has to be to eat. This is speculation <laughs> purely. Because uh,
0: Cause you're using it to put food Some, into your... Right. A type of food. Yeah. Smoothie, whatever. Right. Smoothie for sure. <laughs> Get it yeah. from one place to the other as yeah. easily as possible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're going to be... They're going to be banned. Really? Uh, which is great. That's great news. At restaurants. Um, and Because think about how it's like truckloads of straws yeah. end up in dumpsters mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. So many people eat in restaurants and use th- two mm-hmm. straws a table... And we, at our restaurant, we don't give them out automatically. Oh, you have to ask for it? Yeah. We'll, you we don't will... need it.
1: If it's water, you don't need it. Exactly. We
0: So we don't give it out at all with water. Sodas and nice drinks, mm-hmm. we will. But I swear, every what time. What are your other
1: nice drinks? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, on Arnold, Arnold Palmer. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, God. Very <laughs> nice drink. That's a so nice. love, love. Yeah. So nice. Absolutely. Maybe a little, uh, maybe a little, uh, oh, I was going to say apple juice, but we don't give them with apple oh. juice. <laughs> You have to ask for it. Uh, a lemonade, mm-hmm, perhaps. Very mm-hmm. um, Nice drinks. I was challenging you on that, but those are nice drinks. Absolutely. So nice. Uh, Arnold Palmer is so hard to say. I've it's said it so hard times to say that now I can do it smoothly. But when I first started at this restaurant, I would always ask people, like, do you want to refill on your Arnold Palmer? It's so... <laughs> I always feel like mentally, and
1: I mean, granted, this is all taking place in the span of two seconds but like I feel like there's an actual mental ramp up yeah and I feel like I need a pause yeah and then you just like it's like diving
0: in yeah like I'm just gonna do it yeah Arnold Palmer yeah it's like the feeling Arnold you Palmer. get when you're about to give a speech but you're just uh-huh. trying to say the word to Arnold, Arnold. Palmer. <laughs> it's just Arnold yeah Arnold. Just the- Arnold Arnold followed by any other word yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's awful um but Friggin' anytime there is a table full of women, like ladies, uh-huh. I love us, but uh-huh. we do not need straws all the time. No. And I always know. No one tab- ever really needs a st- I mean. <sighs> I guess it's for lipstick or they're also like germs, but it's mm. so annoying anytime it's a table full of girls mm-hmm. and I bring them their water. I like think in my head, and like, they're about to ask me for straws. And then somebody will look at me and go, can we get straws, please? And I just want to say to them, you're killing us all. Just drink out of the cup. Just drink out of the cup. It's fine. I, it's I, such good
1: news that they're being.
0: I know. That we're saying goodbye to them. Yeah. Is it nationwide? Is it just in LA? California. That's you, great. You know, Cali, you know, just, making headway on yeah. freaking everything mm-hmm. as we always do. I carrying love this the load. Day. <laughs> I did too. I'm so glad to live here. Me too. Yeah. And I'm glad I live here too because when we become our own country, we'll be mm-hmm. like, we're, we're already here. We're already here. We don't we're need We're a- already chill <laughs> and here. <laughs> yeah. We're so chill. Ooh, okay. Speaking of women, this is great. Mm -hmm. This story is great. So there is the first, yeah, all women anti-poaching unit that is patrolling in South Africa. They're called the Black Mambas. Yes, um, world's first. Um, and they don't carry weapons, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. There's thirty-six of them. Um. So poaching in the uh, Balul Nature Reserve, uh, which borders the Kruger National Park, I guess basically, it's uh, it is one of the largest poaching targets in Southern mm-hmm. Africa, which is uh, fueled by demand from like China and Vietnam mm-hmm. um, mostly, and then. Uh, So according to, to, in 2015, 1,175 rhino were killed there, Um, and they predict the species will be extinct within 10 years just due to poaching, Mm -hmm. which is, gosh, that's so depressing. Um, That's so depressing, like, it's just because you think the the horns and the powder are magic, and it's just, it's like, it's all based on a lie, guys. It's not real and and it's also just like money and poverty yeah. and like um yeah so i guess there's a sentence here that's a, like even if you don't believe that they somebody mm-hmm. down the line is like rhino magic mm-hmm we'll pay you money. Yeah. And somebody's like, great, this is the only, yeah, this is the only way I can feed my family. Yeah. It's like why people sell crack. Right. It's like, okay. Mm -hmm. And it's just making a terrible Mm -hmm. cycle. Um, So there's like also an us and them mentality between, wealthy communities mm-hmm. and non-wealthy ones and like the policing force. And um, so they just they want stronger education and community involve- involvement and strong, empowered women are the best way to go about it. Yes. That's what the uh, the head warden of Baloo said, who's a dude. Love <laughs> so, that guy. Yeah. Um, so they started the Black Mambas, which initially was just six unemployed Young women, there's mm-hmm. also, like, a very high rate of unemployment in mm-hmm. this area. Um, so then it's very easy to be like, oh, I'll just be a poacher. Um, it's hard to find jobs. Yeah. Same thing. Poverty, all mm-hmm. of that. So they they all wear, like, secondhand military mm-hmm. uniforms. Uh, and they just go out into the bush. And basically, they went through, like, 12 days of training. Um, they're out in the bush, and they just, they, like... Spy, <laughs> Wow, I was gonna say
1: that's so interesting. I wonder what the day to day like
0: a day on the job is like to do yeah. that. Um, yeah, they are they basically walk around thirteen miles a day mm-hmm. in uh thirty five degree heat like, at night, I'm Mm -hmm. guessing. Um, And they just check for signs everywhere of, like, intruders, injured animals, Mm -hmm. illegal activity. They find traps. They find, like, people cutting holes through fences Mm -hmm. to get into. Um, And they have an armed backup unit, which isn't super Mm -hmm. far away. Mm -hmm. Um, Are they volunteers? Are they paid by the government? They're paid by the park service. Yeah. Um, So night they do night patrols they like drive around in a crazy old jeep um and they just search for intruders and the cool i mean they're they're unarmed and since they've uh started like since they've started this Mm -hmm. um and it's also kind of a scary thing because usually it's like in the past, it's been police with guns mm-hmm. versus poachers with guns. Yeah. Um. They said at one point they did come across like a bunch of dudes who were poachers. Mm-hmm. They scared them and they ran away. Mm-hmm. But for a second, they talk about it being like, oh god, this could. Well, be Well, yeah, you're, so un- bad. you're a group
1: of a s- probably relatively small group of unarmed women yeah. coming up against these dudes that are armed and who kill rhinos right for their life right. They're like and are driven by poverty and
0: needing to like they're yeah. It's not a casual thing. It's not a hobby. Mm -mm. So like scary stuff sometimes. Um, But they, and they also, when they're not working, they spend time in the community, educating people on conservation and uh, like on the reserve and all the, yeah. Wow. Um, But so since they have gotten on the ground In the past year, they've removed 231 snares. They've tracked down and destroyed three poachers' camps and bush kittens' Mm -hmm. kitchen. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) "Mm, hmm. Those terrible terrors. Bush kittens. kittens. (laughs) Wait, what's a bush kitchen? (laughs) Uh, I think it's like a camp. Probably like a camp. Okay. Okay. They stopped 14 attempted poaching raids, arrested six poachers. They have carried out more than 20 operations that led to a rescue mm-hmm. or, or treatment or recovery of four ele- elephants, five rhinos, 16 buffalo, one cheetah, eight lions, and tons of antelope. Wow. Yes. Uh, And in 2015 They won the UN Champions of the Earth Award Yes Which I didn't know That was an award That's a great
1: award
0: (laughs) Champion of the Earth Champion of the Earth Are you kidding me with that? That's good news That that's an award (laughs) That feels like Really good news Yeah uh, I feel like Champions of the Earth If I'm ever trying To find a story I should just look up Past Champions of the Earth Earth Winners You could have like A Champion of the Earth Corner Episode yeah Or episode yeah hmm hmm. Um. Yeah. So they're in April. They are going to address hundreds of people at a conserva- conservation dinner in New York. Mm-hmm. Um. And all these ladies are like in their twenties. Also, I was going to ask. They're all mostly younger women. Yeah, they were just village girls before. Um. And they just really, they really really care about fighting for the animals what this does dishes. this article does have some cool photos um yeah oh my gosh look at that look at her they're gorgeous they, uh, really African is. women also they're just like and they're decked out in this crazy mm-hmm. military gear and they look so strong because, wow that's gotta be so intimidating yeah for them to do and they, also it's just smashing down mm-hmm. stereotypes because also women are not even allowed mm-hmm. to be park rangers Wow, in this area. So it's like two birds with one stone, mm-hmm. like gender politics and save the rhinos. Wow. <laughs> it's awesome. And yeah, they're just tough ladies, 13 miles a day. That's no How freaking. joke. How many are there, you like 36? Yeah, now there's 36, they started with just six. Um and also how cool to just like do something that first of all women are not supposed they don't Mm -hmm. want women doing and Mm -hmm. doing it in a way that is like this is the ultimate feminism thing to me. To take something that men have made like this is a man's job and do it in a way that is a woman's way of doing it. I agree. To be like we are gonna do it uh-huh. we are gonna, gonna not have way. weapons yeah. we're gonna do it this way mm-hmm. and like have it work really well yeah
1: I totally agree because it's you're right it's not only like busting down a barrier of men saying you're not allowed to be here it's like oh no we're gonna be here and we're gonna do it we're not gonna do it the way you've been doing it we're yeah. gonna do it in this way that works for us yeah and maybe works, works better for all of us who knows sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't but like yeah it's it's, like, such a step beyond even just that initial step of, no, we can be here, we can take up space here. Yes. We're going to do this in our own way.
0: And we're going to, yeah. I love I love that a lot. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like a, women, a woman can get into a position of power, but to me it just looks like a dude in power. Yeah, you're just trying it to, to do what you've out. seen,
1: and you're trying to make people comfortable. I mean, I think especially, like, in politics there's a lot of, like, well, everyone will be more comfortable if I behave like a man, like the yes. fact that I'm here is scary enough for people. So I'm going to, you know, do whatever I can to yeah. like assert this thing that people are used to. But, you know, the fact that she's there is great. Yeah. But if we can get to a point where it's like, no, I'm I'm now doing this in my own way. That's mm-hmm. like where we really want to be.
0: Yeah, that's I like I have a problem sometimes with the side of the feminist movement that is like you dress in suits and you do Mm -hmm. this thing because I'm like you just Mm -hmm. look like a man like can we celebrate feminism Mm -hmm. in a way that is like celebrating the women like our form and the Mm -hmm. way we dress and that it's different and beautiful Mm -hmm. and not like just put power suits on completely you know yeah so anyway that's whatever the
1: woman wants to like the individual person wants to express or how she wants to be seen or like the way she feels comfortable
0: yeah then that's, anyway, big side tangent. But I really like that for this. Yeah, that's awesome. Article, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, now we are to hometown news. Oh, So now instead of small town news, I I mm-hmm. find something positive about oh, nice. people's hometowns. So Katie is from Indianapolis. And did you know there's a thing called Indievolved?
1: No, that's like a
0: huge, I want this. I like this is happening. Oh, I guess is today the 16th, uh, 14th. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's happening tomorrow. And I wish that we could go because it actually sounds very fun. What is it? So it's, <laughs> I think it's so funny. It's called Indievolved because it's about like getting involved in your city. Uh-huh. And I bet God, whoever we love, thought of that. <laughs> we love little indie puns. Yeah. We like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah they were psyched but basically what it is is it's at the uh public library like mm-hmm. the big public library Ooh, yeah which is six floors it's beautiful it's yeah that's so it's really pretty uh the one
1: here downtown in LA is gorgeous and it reminds me of the one I mean I don't know if like most cities have like a big downtown public library probably a lot do but the one in Indiana is really gorgeous and the one here in LA is
0: really I love our too. public yeah. library so much um so what they do is they have it's basically like a big exhibition and they bring every all the all the non-profits um all places to volunteer Mm -hmm. like just things that are a part of like the general things that will help the city Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. um and they it's like an opportunity to go get to know about these places possibly look for employment look for volunteer opportunities Mm -hmm. and just like get involved in the city that's so I want LA to have this because I think it's because um, I do feel
1: like so many people want to be involved and they don't really know how. And like yeah. there are a couple of organizations I feel like you know of the downtown women's shelter, and like there are some yeah. that like stick out right away, but there are so many opportunities to be helpful and to get involved and probably even to get involved in ways that are like particularly aligned with your interests and you just yeah. might not
0: know about them. Yeah. Yeah. And they have um they've got music, beer, cider, food trucks, tons of stuff wow. all throughout the library. And then I think it's specifically targeted towards young people, uh-huh. especially or people who have It's like, hey, have you moved to Indianapolis and you don't know what you want to do? Yep.
1: And actually the from what I've heard in the past like ten years, like Indianapolis downtown has sort of like had a rebirth of like young people like coming in and like really wanting to like pushing for social change and getting more involved yeah and you know it's still in the middle of indiana so on a certain level it's still pretty conservative but there is a like specifically a movement of younger people like no we we live here specifically because we want to be in this city and we want to get better and we want to do this like and like downtown. Um, also, the Indianapolis public library system is like, I remember even when I was younger, is like really, really great about community outreach and involvement. Um, that's awesome. I know that's like the goal of probably most, M- most public lib-
0: libraries, but they do a really, really good job. I mean, yeah, this is so cool to me, like a, an exhibition that has beer and food trucks and music. Yeah, And it's all about like, hey, uh, do you want to work for a nonprofit Um, or do you want to volunteer? Are you trying to figure out what you want to do with your life? It's so cool. So then I was like looking through the list of the exhibitors Mm -hmm. that are gonna be there this year. Um six six floors of exhibitors and I stopped on Art with a Heart, which uh is a program that they uh They work to bring um, arts and after-school programs, like bring uh, creative education to Mm -hmm. at-risk children. Oh, wow. Um, It was founded in 2002, and 70% of the students who are a part of it are below the poverty line. Mm -hmm. It's all... um, It's I th- I'm i pretty sure it's all free. It was started by a teacher who always wanted to offer art classes to children in need. And she started doing it out of her house for like some kids uh, in 1990 and then realized like, oh, I want to do this for at-risk kids and Mm -hmm. offer it in schools and stuff so they have after-school programs they have which after school the period between kids going being done with school Mm -hmm. and when parents get home from work Mm -hmm. that is like actually the scariest time for kids that's
1: That's when when like it like at risk is maybe not exactly the right word but that's when like i feel like you know and that's why the emphasis on like after-school sports or activities Like, when kids are engaged in that way, they're so much more likely to get involved with, like, crime or, yep. you know, other aspects of their communities that, like, kind of t- to, like, eventually drop out later. Yeah. Like, if they
0: are engaged during that window of time, it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, they can get involved in big bad shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and also, it's just about, like, teaching children art and teaching what I really liked about one of the things the lady said in the video is like in school and like just kind of in our society there's a right way and a wrong way Mm -hmm. you're given grades you're like told this is right this is wrong this is how you and with art there is no right and wrong you learn a whole different way of thinking and different skill Mm -hmm. sets so we're like just trying to you know blossom their personalities and like um and some of them are like i want to be an artist and i'm gonna Mm -hmm. go to college and they have kids from all different That's amazing. Levels. Um, I also think that, like, especially
1: in public education, like, there's so, there's very much this idea of, like, there is one way to learn, mm-hmm. and if you don't fit into that box, then you're not normal, but... There are so many different types of learners and art education is such a big part of that. Like to be able to like open people up to the idea that like, okay, you may not be succeeding in this area, but you can, you are succeeding in this area and this is something that you're interested in. Like
0: that's huge. I love it. Art is so awesome. I hate that it gets, it's like the first thing to get cut from schools. And they also talk about, they, aside from doing art, they teach um, problem solving and like other educational things through their courses so it's Mm -hmm. like you are learning skills Mm -hmm. beyond just artwork um yeah I think it's really cool so they started um the first year they did it they had 114 kids and now it's like over 1200 um you can if you're a teacher and you're like oh this is I want to offer this after school at my school you just like get permission from your principal to be able to use the classroom uh a a professional teacher will come in free Mm -hmm. of cost you go through a training and then you like offer Mm -hmm. the space up and then they also have summer camps which is cool yeah i just think it's very very cool they have saturday classes um obviously lots of volunteers volunteer run so yeah, that's awesome. Cause especially <clears throat> especially for kids who aren't involved in sports and need mm-hmm. something after
1: school, that's huge.
0: Yeah. Um, and I just love art as a way of teaching through hardships. Mm-hmm. It's like such a great way to be able to express yourself when somebody's like, What's wrong? You know, somebody's yeah. like, What's wrong? And you're like, I don't You gotta get oh kitty. Hi, BB.
1: When you're allergic to cats, it feels like cats. They're especially interested. Yeah, Yeah. they know.
0: Um, Yeah, somebody's like, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't know how. I mean, I feel this way as an adult. Mm -hmm. Somebody's like, what (laughs) is wrong? And you're like, I don't know. But if you can just go do something creative.
1: Or I mean obviously we both do improv like yeah having a, a day where you feel like especially anxious and then going to an improv rehearsal and coming yeah. out of it like and just feeling like you've like purged something out or like yeah. put your brain to work in a different way for a while and that makes everything feel clearer and you can yeah. come back to life and like see it from a new perspective or at least like have had like been able to step away from it and then come back
0: yeah It's really important. Like painting. You can, uh, yeah, you can just express yourself in a way that is not words, Mm -hmm. which is so helpful. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Anyway, so that's great. So it's a bunch of programs like these that are all over the library. Good job, Indiana. I know. I want to go tomorrow. I know. That sounds like so much fun. Like tomorrow's my day off. And if we were in Indiana right now, I'd be like, Katie, we're going to this and we're drinking cider and we're going to find out everything about. We're
1: going to find what we want to (laughs) dedicate our free time
0: to and get involved with. Yeah. Um and we'll dance to whatever. I'm assuming it's like local bands <laughs> that play, which is my favorite. I love it. <laughs> um. Okay. Animal corner. You guys, a tortoise <laughs> was cured with acupuncture. What? Yeah. Cured and, of what? So what happened was, um. Let's see. It's a wildlife center. I can't. I don't know if I can remember where exactly it was at, but um a 10-year-old gopher tortoise cracked. It was on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Its shell was cracked, mm-hmm. which is like a huge, I mean, it's like one a bone. And so yeah. it had a deep, deep crack. And because of that, there was nerve damage and no motor control in her back legs mm-hmm. of this tortoise. Um, and so they took her, the South Florida Wildlife Center. Mm-hmm. There we go. They took the tortoise into the care center and they started doing... Electroacupuncture, which is a therapy that connects electrical leads to acupuncture needles mm-hmm. and with the goal of improving electrical leads, like little, like uh, tiny little points. Of- oh, okay, <laughs> I feel like that's what an electrical lead is. Right? Okay, yeah, like a thing that would sh- like, a- like a little bit of an electrical charge. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But why can't I think of a word like a prong? Like, okay, was it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Something with a charge on it that you can poke. Okay. <laughs> that feels very clear. Electrical, uh, does it just mean connection? I bet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but they're connected to the needles. Science. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> connected to the needles. And so they the goal of improving like uh, stimulation back through mm-hmm. the nerves to get mm-hmm. the nerves stimulated, which sidebar I just thought of, mm-hmm. isn't it crazy that electricity gets our nerve, like that our nerves are basically electricity. Yeah. Inside of our body. Uh-huh. And that that's how they like, re, like somebody has a heart attack and they're or like nerve damage you. I don't know. Yeah. This, I mean, this sounds like such a stone comment, but like <laughs> bodies are so amazing. It's
1: crazy. They can do so much and they're yeah. so intricate.
0: Uh, I cut my thumb super deeply mm-hmm. with a glass and I had nerve. I still do. Actually, it still feels weird, but I had nerve damage. Mm-hmm. And it's bizarre. Like every time I would move my hand a certain way, like it would send an electrical it's a shock a my Whole arm. Yeah, yeah. So crazy. So anyway, they're using those electrical leads to. Uh, so basically someone finds get the- a tortoise. The tortoise is shell. His shell. Her shell is cracked. Yeah. They bring her in. Back legs can't move. Mm -hmm. And within just a week, she started moving her back legs again. And a month later, she was walking. Wow. And now they're just waiting to basically go for tortoises. They make their homes by burrowing deep into the dirt. Okay. And so they don't want to let her back into the wild until she can dig. Okay. So what happens with the shell? Oh, I feel like it'll probably be cracked. Okay. Still, I don't know if they can pull that. Back I was wondering together. if it was like bones, where time. if you kind of put it in a cast, it'll grow back together.
1: I I realize I'm asking you for information <laughs> that you very well may not have, but I'm so curious now so what what's happens.
0: With that? What's with so that shell? How do do tortoise regrow? What do they do? Um, um, I wonder if it's more like a cartilage. Mm-hmm. I would imagine it should regrow a little bit mm-hmm. or heal in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Like a broken bone will still heal, but you have to get it set because it might right. heal in the wrong direction. Right. 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 Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So Um, I bet it'll, you know, eventually morph. I was just
1: wondering if, like, there was like a sweet little tortoise cast
0: that I had (laughs) to wear for weeks. Yeah. I want there to be. Mm. We'll just (laughs) say yes for the sake of this. We're a cute, cute cast, and everybody signed it.
1: (laughs) Everybody in Florida signed Signed it. it. (laughs) Have
0: you ever had acupuncture? My aunt's an acupuncture. Really? Yeah. Some people, I also think this is cool because some people are like, acupuncture's bull crap. No, I think it's, it's really No, not. I don't think it is. Yeah. She has helped my, like both my grandfather and my dad have had uh, like injuries mm-hmm. and will be at some family reunion or something and she'll go to town on like a shoulder or mm-hmm. something and it makes it so much better. Yeah. I've never had an injury. She just did regular acupuncture mm-hmm. on me one time. Which was fine. I I feel like maybe that's not as necessary. (laughs)
1: I've had that. And I've also had Reiki, which is like acupuncture without the needles, which I found really helpful. I've never, I've also never had it for an injury, but particularly the Reiki, when I, like after I had it done, I was like, this is so effective
0: really yeah it's so crazy it's well, all about energy it's, which yeah is so, so it's cool. like if
1: your energy isn't if your energy isn't flowing like kind of cleanly through your body like as part of being humans and going through life and feeling stressed and getting sick like your energy can get blocked um and that's where like the idea of chakras come in because you yeah. have your chakras and like ideally your energy should flow freely between them but if it doesn't because we're all people and we all deal with shit in the world yeah. then either reiki or acupuncture is a technique to make that energy flow reflow smoothly yeah. Smoothly again.
0: yeah um yeah i think reiki is super fascinating i feel like maybe if i wasn't trying to be an actress maybe i would get involved in that because i feel super sensitive to other mm-hmm. people's energies yeah. i feel like i can i was telling this to uh I think I was saying it to Naomi last week, but I have a friend who is so sensitive to mm-hmm. people's energies that she cannot shop at thrift stores. Really, because all the energy, like yeah. going through people's old mm-hmm. shit, like dra- She is like, yeah, I can't. Like, I'm she's so like, affected. Is, by yeah, it. I can feel all this crazy mm-hmm. shit coming off of all these weird clothes. Interesting. Yeah, my friend, uh, my friend does
1: Reiki, uh, and she is also like that. She's very, very sensitive. She's super sensitive, um, and like so it's kind of like a combination of like it is an energy treatment but when you do it with somebody like that it's also sort of like a therapy session because they can kind of pick up on like your energies and what you're going through and so Mm -hmm. afterwards like she has like kind of takeaways for you yeah um and i remember one time she did reiki on me and i had been having this like series of bad dreams where it's such a weird dream but it was so stressful when i was having it i had like a purse and in the dream there was a cat trapped in the purse and I'm a little bit scared of, tra- of cats and I am allergic to them. And so like in the dream, it was so scary because it was like this angry cat and it's in my purse. And I know like in my mind, I was like, at some point, I'm going to have to let this cat out because it's yeah. so mad. You've got to let the cat furious. out of the bag. It's in this bag. <laughs> the cat is literally in a bag. Um, and so I was having this recurring dream and it was really stressful. And she did Reiki on me. And she was like, I don't know why I feel this way, but you need to get your car checked. And Whoa. I got my car checked and they were like, your engine's about to explode. Like, that's crazy they're like thank god you came in your engine's about there's to." there's a like, cat in your engine no idea. there was a cat in there for my engine
0: weeks. <laughs> it's so furious and your engine's about to explode i also i wish more so that like what had been going on is there was something you really needed to tell somebody uh-huh. and i wish that all so your dreams were like literal <laughs> metaphor yeah <laughs> she's like hey just the bag. let the cat out of the bag <laughs> What are some other sayings like that that you could have dreams about? Uh, I, I want to think about, like, all animal ones now. Yeah. I was immediately like, let the dog stroll. <laughs> <laughs> but really, let <laughs> the dog real stroll. <laughs> Not a <real> <laughs> <setting>. <laughs>
1: um,
0: Well, now we're to the point where I get to ask you about a personal good news story. I have one. Yay! Um, so you know this story already. Yeah. But...
1: Uh, yeah. I lost my wallet a couple of weeks ago. So I, oh my
0: god, yes. I, this is such a great
1: story. I was trying to think of something, uh, and I was thinking about it today and I like couldn't really land on anything and I was in the car on my way over and I was like, This the tell what? her this. Yeah. Um so I lost my wallet a couple of weeks ago and it was it was on a Saturday and I had gone to have lunch with a couple of friends and it was like one of those days where it was just really hot in LA mm-hmm. and for some reason Ugh. sometimes that makes everything worse because like you're just like, trying to get through life and everything is sweaty and it's just terrible um and so I had had lunch and was going to meet up uh with somebody else like a couple miles away and I knew I had my wallet at lunch and then I got to the next place and it was gone mm-hmm. and I was just like instantly I had this wash over me of like you're a bad person you're a bad adult (laughs) like this wallet had it luckily didn't have any cash but it had so it had blank checks it had my id it had credit cards it had my boss's credit cards which felt very stressful because it's like going to her and saying oh god i can't keep track of a wallet (laughs) and i need to cancel these cards and get them reissued yeah Uh, so it was just awful and so of course like all this stress comes over me and i like go i went back to franklin village which is where i was and like I'm just traipsing up and down the street, like scouring, trying yeah. to find it, and it's hot. Um, and I couldn't find it. And it was just really awful. Um and I decided to like I immediately checked my accounts and like nothing yeah. had happened. Um and I decided to just like put a hold on the cards for a couple of days just yeah. to like see because like I don't know. I like ultimately have faith in people and I know if I were to find a wallet, I would try yes. to get it back to the person. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, let's just like hold out for a yeah. couple days. Um, and so that happened on a Saturday and I was like watching the accounts the whole time and like nothing weird was going on. Yeah. Um so a week goes by, nothing happened, like didn't hear anything. Yeah. Um and I give it myself until the following Wednesday, so like ten days. And then I was like, okay, if it's not, if you don't hear anything by Wednesday, yeah, you gotta go. You have deal to cancel your this. shit and yeah. like get your ID reissued and like yeah, deal with all go of to this the DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wednesday came, and I was feeling lazy, and so I waited till Thursday. Uh, <laughs> and So Thursday came. Uh, Thursday came, and I got home, and in the mail was a handwritten letter that was postmarked from a Buddhist temple in Chinatown, I love and. It was this little note, and the guy had like clearly read my name off of the ID, so my name is Katie Nathan, and it, it was addressed to Nathan comma Catherine E, uh, <laughs> which is how my name is on my ID, uh, and it was this really sweet note that was like, hey, how are you? I found your wallet. We're open 8 to 4 every day. Come pick it up, and he signed his name Henry L, which I also thought was very sweet, Yeah. Um, and so I went to Chinatown to pick it up, and it was this really beautiful temple, and Henry L was there. <laughs> and I met him personally, and he was really nice. And it just made me think that, like, I don't know. Again, like, I ultimately believe in the goodness of people, but like yes. to see that play out was such a nice thing. Yes, and like the effect that losing it had on me, and then the effect that like getting that letter had. Yeah, was the just like incredible. Is the best.
0: Yeah, and also this to me uh, makes me like. Some things I immediately thought of other than the lesson of people are ultimately Mm -hmm. good is the lesson of keep your correct address on your driver's license Mm -hmm. if you move, which is something that I was lazy about forever. And it's actually one of the first things I I thought of when you told me (laughs) this story. I was like, you know what? (laughs) Good. that's so yeah. great that your it's address, address was <laughs> yeah. no that's so true because I think for I had like an, a fast apartment when I first moved to LA and mm-hmm. then like moved six months later and, it's a and pain I never get- yeah ugh. Yeah. I never changed it mm-hmm. so lesson number one Keep your you address guys, up to date make sure your Addy is up Yep. and then number two check your I only check my mail like every two weeks mm. I rarely oh I go. love to check the mail you check it every day I check it every day that's so Uh, good and
1: Jamie and I like we have one mailbox key and like I insist on keeping it because I love to check (laughs) the mail so much and so I have the mailbox key and I always
0: um yeah I'm so bad about it and that's the second thing I just thought of of like check your mail you if it had been me I might have not gotten that letter until after I dealt with all the stuff yeah so great but people are good. I had a thing like that in San Francisco last year. I had a tiny tiny little wallet that would like fit in my back mm-hmm. pocket and I was coming out of the subway and it must have got I don't know it fell out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. And it was such a bummer because we were leaving that night like a couple hours later and we were like going to a bar to watch my boyfriend do stand-up. And I he was already running late and then like mm. one block away from the subway, I was like, my wallet is not in my pocket anymore. And I like, backtracked and I couldn't mm-hmm. find it and my phone was dead. <laughs> so he had to like oh, go no. ahead and I met him at the bar and I was like late and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll, I'll just have to, when I get back to LA, like deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then I borrowed somebody's charger and got my phone back on, and somebody had Facebook messaged me. Wow. Hey, we found your wallet. We're at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. And that restaurant was two blocks away from the bar I was at. And it was amazing. That's crazy. It's such a great feeling. It really is. And you're like, oh, God. It's also crazy that we just carry so I mean, I, I guess so it makes much. sense. Yeah. But like our IDs and Everything. all that. Yeah. Oh, Truly, such a pain blank in the- checks. Just yeah. walking around with them. <laughs> yeah, um, identities, full identity packages. Yeah, <laughs> there's also like, I mean,
1: I, I don't know. I think there's one level of like, yeah, people are like, easily someone could have found either your wallet or my wallet and like been a good person and not sought to use any of the stuff, but like yeah. just tossed it or just, just been lazy about it. Yeah, like, the extra step to. Find someone on Facebook or to write somebody to write a a letter.
0: Yeah, I write letters. I have thank you cards that I have written, put in an envelope Mm -hmm. and not made from Mm -hmm. years ago Mm -hmm. because that for some reason is too too hard for me. I cannot put a stamp on a thing and get it to a mailbox. Can I tell you
1: about this is like a total side note? Uh, this app that I found that I think is really nice. Yes. So it's called uh, it's called Punk Post mm. and they have all these cards that are handmade and like they're submitted by different artists. Um, so the cards themselves are cool and then what you do is you say who you want to send it to and you write your note like yeah. what you want it to be and they have calligraphy artists do your note in like really beautiful colorful oh, that's calligraphy very fun. and they'll do like doodles they'll put confetti in it and they'll also decorate <gasps> confetti. the envelope oh my God. so like the final product if you look at their Instagram they're like these beautiful cards that look like yeah. it's like such a special treat to get one and it's like I think it's $5 or $6 yeah. including postage but what? like by the time you buy a card anyway it's $4 yeah. uh, and I just found it I've been sending them to everybody I know because I just think they're like do they so special s-
0: yeah do they send them for you yeah they send for okay. you it's all I, done that's literally so great. all you do is pick the card
1: send your message they stamp it they decorate it they put confetti in it you can like get like a photo printed out to stick in it and like they just are so special I love that yeah and they're I, all artists like local calligraphy artists in different cities that like do it like part-timers the way you would like a Uber or, Lyft or yeah
0: um I mean it could be the ugliest ass card in the world and I would still probably want to use it just because they Seriously. send it for you they send it for you and they're beautiful. Like, they
1: literally, the one I sent, my friends just had a baby and they decorated the whole envelope. Like, it was so colorful and they, like, drew all this, like, fun baby stuff on it. And it was great. I wanna,
0: I love, I wanna work for them. Also, I, I think your first try. card
1: is free. You should try it. Oh, I don't work for okay. this company. I just, like, found it. Some girl at work <laughs> told me about it. And I was like, I love this because I love the idea of sending cards. And it does feel like, you know, it takes so much effort to do it.
0: Yeah. Or it feels like it does sometimes. Uh, yeah. But it's such a good Getting it in the thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look that up. That sounds good send a card to my moms yeah and my you know my buddies <laughs>
1: <laughs> send it to friends buddies moms whoever
0: seriously i was like sending them out like i was like cards for everyone yeah, cards cards yeah man i it, the thing about how i deal with cards bums me out because i would love to have a pen pal mm-hmm. i just would and i would love to send Did you ever have cards one? like when you were a kid well, my best friend like traveled a lot and she and I would send each other mm-hmm. stuff. She went to Arizona every summer to see her grandparents and we would like write each other letters and that was fun. And I think I briefly had a pen pal that I didn't really know. Yeah. But it didn't last long because even Mine at age 7 same, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't put this stamp. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just get so cl- I picture you like actually with the stamp and the
0: envelope and you're just like, I can't. I can't put it on. Yeah, the envelope. It's so bad. I seriously have two or three thank you cards to Charles's mother for Christmas. Do you need stamps? We do actually. Charles Uh. was looking, and I and they're years old. And that's the thing now that I'm like, isn't it bizarre to just be like? I wrote like it seems fake, To yeah. be like I wrote this <laughs> literally two days after we opened the presents. Right. I wrote these and then put them in my desk mm-hmm. and now now I have terrible guilt about it, and I will like never send them because then the next year, how I find them is like mm-hmm. the next year I go to write a thank you card, and there's old the old ones thank you cards in there. You should just its just like, like the like the one thing about my life that makes me it's like it frustrates me yeah. so much about myself,
1: <laughs> I feel like that uh. Like, it's like one of those things that you recognize about yourself. It's like you know, in your brain, like the whole thing about not responding to an email right away. Yeah. And so you wait and you know it's going to get worse. Yeah. And you know that, like, once a certain amount of time passes, it's probably like 24 hours, maybe it's two days. Yeah. But, like, then you have to apologize for not responding. Right. And you just, and then it's worse. And so then you don't do it and you yeah. just sit on it and, like, you know, it's going to happen. Like, we all know how this plays out. Why yes. do we do it? Why? Why do we do it? Hmm. Um, I hate it. Yeah. But I will say, I uh, have stamps. I don't, I hardly send anything myself, but I, there's like something really uh, calming about having stamps. Having for them. Some re- yeah. Because you never, Tonight, you never know. Tonight,
0: Charles was going all around the house, and I wish, like, he three days ago pulled out a sheet of stamps mm-hmm. and so excitedly was like, I have these stamps if you need to send something. It's like a game ever. changer. Yeah. And we were both like, that's mm-hmm. so great. Yeah. And then tonight he he has no idea where he put them. And but they're here somewhere. We, they're somewhere. And I wish we, we both are like, but where did they go? And so this letter that he wrote to his dad will go in the thing. You know, I don't know if it'll <laughs> make it. Graveyard. I don't know if it's going to make it. It will. I believe it will. <laughs> So I guess my point is, like, the fact that that monk wrote a letter, got it in the mail yeah. to you, just even day, timely matter. Oh, God. Because seriously. if I found someone's wallet, that's also my worry. Like, is you that, have the best of intentions, but... But then it would end up somewhere weird in my house, right. and I would be like, I forgot to try and find that person. Right. Crap. Um, His letter also was... High energy is maybe the wrong
1: word, but had, like had a few exclamation points. Pepper. Yeah, he was, it was like, so cheerful. Yeah, I was like, hi, I'm Henry. Like, how are you? Found How your was your wallet. day? Didn't it your say, day? hey, how was your day? Yeah, I was, was my like, hey, part. how was your day? And I was like, I lost my wallet. My day wasn't so good. <laughs> it's not uh, so but he was so peppy. And then I went to pick it up and he was very, he was a little stoic. Like, he was very, he yeah. was a little reserved. Uh, <laughs> and so it wasn't what I was expecting. But he was like just the guy saved my wallet yeah and he like went over there was like this sideboard thing like against the wall and opened it and it was back in the back with like i guess the other wallets he's other, found or what, yeah, whatever whatever pieces of people's uh, lives
0: that he's rescued yeah <laughs> Oh, i love that good news yeah uh well thanks for being here tonight for Katie Nathan. Yay. yay thank you so much yeah uh have a great week everybody